Did you know? Did you know that a little child could swim through the veins of a blue whale? What? The heart of a blue whale is the size of a small golf cart, weighing over 180 kg, which is just like 1% of its body weight. The blue whale is the largest and heaviest animal known to man, so it's not surprising to know that a child of about 3 to 4 years of age could swim through its veins. Meadow. Hey guys, welcome to Talks with Irene, where we live, express, and share our truth. Today is a post-birthday episode. My birthday was on the 29th of August, so I decided to share a little story of mine, you know, a little of my own story. I call this episode Lessons from 22. Mm-hmm. I just turned 23. Yeah, I know, I know. 20-somethings and the drama that comes with it. Anyways, I decided to share, you know, some things I've learned this past age. And I'm going solo on this one. And I hope to inspire someone that may need to hear what I have to say. And you need to stick around. I have an announcement to make at the end of this podcast. So, I'll be sharing in no particular order five lessons I've picked up this past age. You know, lessons that have shaped me into the person that's speaking to you right now definitely there are way more than five but for the purpose of this episode i think we'll stick to five lesson one anything can happen hey i was receiving this one bass goes bass goes now i know everyone can relate to this because of covid19 but i think being the person that i am I'm a very calculative person, a very careful person. I always think of every possible thing that can go wrong in a thing. Think of possible solutions. You know, I'm just the kind of person that just doesn't want anything to go wrong. If it's going wrong, I probably have like a contingency plan or something. But man, I think this started happening to me like mid-2019. I was just receiving things that I, like, the bass boost was just too much. And I think I just had to reconcile with this hard truth that anything can happen. A lot of things we plan don't go the way it's supposed to be. I really feel I was living in denial way before when, like, way before the time I actually accepted this. I was living in denial because I don't know why I felt I could control things. I don't know what I felt. I could handle this. And sometimes you cannot handle it. It just happens. And it's not anybody's fault. It's not like it's your fault or it's someone else's fault. It's just life. That's what happens. That's how it is. So I guess now what I do is, in as much as I plan, I always just give room for that possibility of chance or something anything can happen truly and i'm sure everyone can relate to this because of covid19 a lot of things we wanted to do we couldn't do a lot of things we wanted to you know run a lot of projects we couldn't do any of that because of the 
global lockdown yeah and then people live like in death by choice <laughs> things just happen and sometimes things change so anything can happen i think the most recent one that really really hit me hard you know is the death of chadwick boseman and his work really meant a lot to me so just hearing him go you know it's like wow great 2020 well for for me it's like 2019 2020 so i'm like okay you know um but one thing i know for sure is there is a purpose to everything like every single thing that happens to us so in as much as anything can happen anything is not just happening for nothing there's always a reason there's always a plan and everything will fall into place eventually so i think i i have settled that and i i have more peace now reconciling this fact lesson two see i don't even know how to even put this one let me just look for one tag money and love love and money i don't even know how to <laughs> i don't have to coin this one but you know there was a truth i kind of realized money is important <laughs> money is very important to love <laughs> you need money to make love sweets <laughs> okay on a serious note in as much as i don't agree with being superficial about you know okay this person must have this must have that i i still you know have some reservations about this but i think i just came to this realization finally you need money to love (laughs) so when someone is asking me something okay about marriage and everything and i'm like ah i don't have money where do i want to marry from how how is that even possible? <laughs> you don't have money you want to marry. No, but seriously, guys, you need money to facilitate the love. I'm not saying love can bring, you know, money would bring the love. Sometimes money can bring the love. <laughs> but for love to be sustained, you need money. Um, Now, I'm not even just saying this in like, Oh, um, intimate relationships. I'm also talking about family. You know, um, like the relationship between like a father and his children, or his mother, or a mother and her children. You know, you say you love your child, but to, you know, um, Love is not what they are going to eat. Like, you need money to buy them food to now feed their stomach. Now, when their stomachs are filled, they will now know, okay, ah, that's your showing of the love. So you'll be saying, oh, I love you, my children. But love will not send them to school, guy. <laughs> love will not buy new clothes for them. Love will not fuel the car. So... I think in this past age, I got to understand a bit more about the dynamics of money and love. And 
in as much as yes you shouldn't marry people for money you shouldn't follow people for money you shouldn't follow maybe you shouldn't make a friend because the person has money and what you can gain from them you know it doesn't invalidate the importance of having money so i think my opinion on that has been modified a bit to incorporate the importance of money because i used to feel like you don't need money to facilitate feelings you don't need money to sustain feelings but then i i I used to think that okay you just need commitment you need um, understanding you need to understand this person you can understand the person all you want oh there's no money (laughs) you know it's just I, I think it's just life. It's a hard truth. It's just life. So when people, you know, there's a lot of friction here and there in relationships, all manner of relationships because there is no money, especially when there was money before and there's, there's no money again. It's always very hard. So I think that's something I've learned that money is very important for love to be sustained. Yes. still on this money and love issue okay now you say that you love your neighbor but your neighbor is hungry how will you give them food to eat say if you love them now you would give them food to eat or you will clothe them how will you clothe your neighbor when you don't have money (laughs) like i think i just it's some a thought that came to me and i started to really look at it in a very objective manner and i realized it's true so although some people put it in a certain way that may, may kind of cloud you know this whole thing and make it look like you're materialistic but it's true like you need money to love in whatever form in whatever form you need money to love so if i love you I should be able to show you that I love you. I should just say it. I should be able to show you my actions. I should be able to buy you something. I should be able to do in a kind gesture. Most of the time, kind gesture requires money. Even if you want to be there for the person. Is it not transport you used to enter the bus that used to come to the person's house? Lesson three is financial freedom is the best feeling. For me, it's the best feeling. This past age, I experienced what it, I had a glimpse or I had like a little tip of the iceberg of what it is to be financially free. I I, I consider financial freedom as doing anything you want to do at any point in time. You know when you have money so um during this whole covid 19 period i was in another state um the borders were closing all the states were closing their borders and everything flights were shutting down i, I wasn't sure whether i wanted to come back to lagos or not i decided i wanted to come back home in lagos like around like nine 30 a.m. or 10 30 a.m. and by 4 p.m. I was in Lagos and 
my parents were like were shocked to see me and like what like how did you get here and everything you know for the first time i paid for my flight and on my way to the airport you know um i called my friend he got me an uber got there and i um paid and everything for the first time in my life you know i like i felt the effect of that having money to do something you want to do especially when it's an emergency like it's if it was a very beautiful feeling like i was on that plane and i was just grinning from ear to ear under my face mask and i'm like I want, I want this to be my life. Now, I'm not saying, okay, oh, I had all my stuff figured out. But then, I had a little job. I had some savings and things like that. And I was able to gather the amount I needed to pay for that flight that day without too much stress. Now, the money I had was bucked up somewhere. So, I had to get from someone to just quickly. Then, I mainly, I go back to lag. I got my money and my, my money was free then i got it and gave the person like the bottom line is that i had a glimpse of what it was you know there's a way you okay usually you buy food for yourself you buy clothes but this was different it felt different for me so i feel like i was like a little glimpse of what it was to be fi- to be financially free to do whatever you want to do with money when you want to do it and yeah it was a really good feeling it felt really good. I had so much peace with myself and I definitely want that to be my life. So definitely I learned that this past age. Another lesson I learned, another thing I learned this past age is it's hard to practice what you preach it's very difficult i know people people will come out and say okay i'm not telling you what i don't practice yeah it's true they are right there's a lot of things we say that we actually do but a lot of things we say we don't actually do not like we don't do it but it's hard to do it because doing the right thing is hard and being the imperfect people that we are we tend to you know make mistakes sometimes so i think what i've learned is i pray for the grace to not be a hypocrite i pray for the grace to always do the things i say and i pray for and i give room to myself when i make these mistakes because i'm not perfect i'm human and i make mistakes and i and i think owning up to that is the most i don't know i think it's the most noble thing because when you make a mistake and you own up to it and you accept that you made that mistake, take responsibility for it, you know, ask for forgiveness from whoever or for ask, like forgive yourself and move on, it makes you a better person. So there are some things that we say that we find we also struggle to do them but sometimes when we say it it looks like oh we are perfect and that's what we're doing it's hard to practice what you preach because it's hard so now as a pharmacist (laughs) it's a very very simple example i want to give as a pharmacist 
you know you tell your patients okay eat fruits eat vegetables don't drink alcohol do not smoke do not do this exercise three times a day exercise three times a week blah 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 do you do it no like tr- tr- seriously let's actually talk about these things <laughs> you said don't eat the night you don't know you go and drink you go and drink <laughs> red at tea in the night you gotta eat ever in the night <laughs> like because obesity or all that it's hard because habits are formed over time so to unlearn is a very difficult thing thing to do so yes we are unlearning every day as much as we can but i feel like sometimes there's some things we say that we don't actually do not because we don't want to do it but because it's hard and everybody like doing the right thing is hard so it's i think it's something i just came to terms with that you know paraventure i say something to someone and i find myself struggling with it i own up to the fact that i also struggle with this thing i'm saying with this particular thing okay we're saying show kindness show kindness some days you just walk on and then you just insult one guy that is going through depression because maybe the guy insulted you and all but you come on it and say show kindness be kind nobody's not like you know i'm not saying that you know i'm not saying this to spite you or make you feel bad or make myself feel bad <laughs> but it's the truth some days are just like that like sometimes you just wake up on a very like you have a very bad morning and you're just not in the mood to talk to anybody so in as much as you're always saying be nice to be 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 nice to people be polite you know sometimes you just like talk back to people and sometimes you just insult people and sometimes you just say things that are very hurtful not because you want to do you understand you get you get it's just hard to do the right thing is hard and i think if we own up to the fact that doing the right thing is hard but we are still doing it anyways and giving room to the fact that sometimes we make mistakes and we own up to it accept responsibility you know fall stand up again and continue and then obviously we attain perfection at the end of the day i think it's more realistic to say than just say do this it's hard so sometimes even if we come out to say you know these things i feel like we should also talk about the struggles of doing it the struggles of you know living healthy living a healthy life you know um saying the right words things like that because it's hard not to be a hypocrite yes so that's why (laughs) it's hard it's a hard truth I learned this past age. So I give myself room to forgive myself when I make mistakes and own up to them and accept that, okay, I did this. I shouldn't have done it. And I apologize to the right person, to the person involved or to myself if it's something that's personal. And I move on from it and God, (laughs) and I move on from it and just accept that this is just, it's just part of human nature. We are not perfect. So it's hard to practice what it's hard to practice what you preach yeah okay guys um the next lesson i've learned this past age is knowledge is nothing when it is not applied so now you know you go on twitter come across a lot of intellectuals intellectual millennials 
that you know they know so much but sometimes when you actually look at their lives it's not really a reflection of their knowledge so what's the problem it's just head knowledge now there are a lot of things i would say i know but i've just applied maybe like just one percent of the things i know and the funny thing about it is that when i apply a knowledge i learn it makes more meaning to me and it makes me more confident in airing it out so i'm not just saying it so you would feel i know i'm actually saying it out of experience because i've actually practiced it and maybe it worked for me for example um different um types of knowledge exist in this world we have knowledge on finances knowledge on um career knowledge on different things and you see a lot of people saying things and it's just like this thing is looking like oh it cannot you know oh it's so nice and everything but if you hear these things and you don't apply it to your life you only just be seeing it and you will not see the results so it's not just in the reading of the books and in listening to the motivational speakers or listening to a particular teacher on a particular topic on a particular subject if you don't apply it to your life if you don't apply it into the system with for which it is being taught you won't see any results so what's really the point of the knowledge when you don't apply it so in as much as um we i think the reason what should propel us to even read or seek out knowledge is the need to want to apply it to our lives so that we can better ourselves not just um have knowledge for knowledge's sake but then have knowledge and experience so that you can relay this knowledge and experience to other people and it will make more sense and you even be more passionate talking about it because you've applied it to your life so knowledge is nothing when it is not applied yes 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 so those are my little lessons i have learned this past year it's been an amazing year and i i'm really glad i went through everything i went through because it it has really made me who i am today yes um life is like a school we never really stop learning at every point in time so it's always best for us to take the L's and move on. We never really have losses. We just have lessons. And the best time to learn from that L is now. Just improve yourself. Have a stronger sense of conviction and purpose based on your experiences. Especially the good ones. Take the L's from the negative ones and move on gracefully (laughs) so the announcement i have to make is this the talks with irene podcast will be having some new segments just mini segments that will be added to the show and i am leaving this segment open to you what do you want to hear my beautiful listeners Tell me what you want to hear that we can add to the show and make it a bit more spicy, 
a bit more interesting and just add more flavor to the show so hit me up send me an email at talkswithirene09 at gmail.com send me a dm on ig at irene.hour you can like my page on facebook and reach me over there talks with irene you know just tell me what you want to hear you know just mini segments that will be added to the show thank you for listening until next time keep living keep loving bye